It's uh, Behind the Door Series number three. I appreciate everyone that has been uh, watching and following and then going back and, and looking at the replay. Um, I know not everyone can be here on time, um, especially now that it's summer. People are up doing different things, so that's always good. Um, so uh, what we've talked about so far in the, in the first one was just more of our decision tree and then our shoulder technique, which is part of our uh, proven process at LMB Counseling that we all use to kind of help fight strong emotions. Um, and then last week we talked about with summer coming up, just uh, how to go about maybe scheduling your day uh, for your for your kiddo if you're a caregiver or your teenager. Um, today we're going to talk about uh, a technique that we use called stay in your lane. And then next week um, we plan on talking about sleep, um, especially since the summer's here and, and sometimes there's less structure, kind of like what we talked about last week. And, and the week after um, we're probably going to talk about uh, just kind of some pathway development stuff which is really key to all the things that we do. Um, everything's about repetition and practice. That way we can build the, the right habits. Um, most of the time, when we're, at least when we're seeing um, kids or teenagers or even, even adults, sometimes those pathways have just developed into to bad habits. And it's pretty simple with our proven process that you can develop good habits even in spite of your bad ones. Um, so it's uh, 11.01, why don't we get started? Um, like I said, thanks for, uh, thanks for being here. Um, thanks for uh, continuing to show up. Um, part of what we're trying to do with this Behind the Door series is, uh, you know, kind of our brand is breaking the stigma of counseling. So we're hoping this does a couple of different things. Hopes uh, helps you see what we do behind the door when the door closes if you're a caregiver. Um, and also if you're a child or adolescent or an adult that's interested in what happens in counseling, uh, we know that um, statistically, if, if you happen to watch therapy or counseling on TV or the movies, you're less likely to come to counseling and therapy. And obviously, we're big advocates of, of wanting people to come in and, and see us. And if it's not us, to get, certainly find the right fit for you as far as a therapist goes. So these techniques is uh, kind of twofold. One, you can see what we do specifically. Because um, I know we teach it and like everything you kind of get back in your car and life uh, kind of gets back to normal and you may forget what we had said um, in that five, ten minute wrap up with the caregiver or even when you're in session. Um, and so it's another way for you to see what we do and then also see what therapists do. Um, so hopefully this helps. And like I said, I appreciate you all uh, being here and continuing to come and, and look at it, look at the post. Um, so why don't we talk about uh, staying in your lane. Um, for those of you that are not on our email list, uh, feel free to go to our website, lmbcounseling.net, and you can subscribe to getting the latest information. So you'll get information like our uh, monthly newsletter, um, our daily posts that we send out that we try to uh, make helpful um, and, and relevant to what's going on in your lives. Uh, but you can also get uh, any of the PDFs that accompany any of these webinars. So today was uh, we sent out one called Stay in Your Lane. Um, you can, if you have little kids, you can have them do their own pictures, but it's just a um, something for someone to look at. Um, I know a lot of our people and myself are, are visual, so it helps to have something to look at um, to kind of understand the concept. We use the technique, the Stay in Your Lane technique, for, for two reasons. Um, probably the most popular one, if you are a caregiver, and, and have kids, more than one, and sometimes just one, uh, sometimes they tend to uh, butt into each other's conversations, 
whether that is verbally or even physically. So the idea of staying in your lane is just that. If you're driving your car down, down the road, um, you need to stay in your lane, which means you need to mind your business uh, and, and not get caught up in what the other lanes are doing. And, and you can expand this out. If you've got four kids and two caregivers, then you have six lanes of traffic. It can be a super highway. Um, but the idea is that you are managing your vehicle, doing what you need to do, paying attention to what you need to pay attention to, while not noticing what other people um, are necessarily doing around you, which are usually your siblings, especially right now during the summer. It also helps when um, if someone is coming into their lane, so maybe their brother or sister is saying something to them or even getting physical with them, uh, it kind of helps them understand what they could do. If they were in a car, uh, they tend to think of things very differently than if just their brother or sister comes in the room and is messing with them. So we use it as a, as a visual for them to understand, like they, they of course wouldn't make that decision to run their car into another car, they'd slow down, they would maybe pull over. Uh, worst case scenario, we say, you know, call the police. The police is, in this instance, it is the parents. So if you've done things, try to do things to get the person out of your lane um, and it's not working and maybe they continue to follow you, then you would want to get help. Just like you would on the road, if someone's chasing you down, you probably would call the police, pull over, um, slow down, let them go by so it doesn't continue to escalate the situation. So we're just telling our, our adolescents and our children that we work with to do the same thing. So try to handle it yourself. Try to use your tools that we talked about um, two, two talks ago uh, to deal with that escalation of emotion. And if it doesn't work, get help. Get your parents, get your caregiver, wherever you may be, just get some help. And that way you can uh, not get in trouble. And how we kind of pitch it to them is if, if you're making good decisions, then you're not getting in trouble. And if you're not getting in trouble, then you're not getting grounded from the stuff that you have, which is generally pretty cool stuff and you want to continue to use, especially now that it's summer, now that you've got a lot more free time on your hands. So we use the technique in that way. Um, and it's got to be repetitious. We want the parents to use it. That way you start getting these contextual clues that, hey, we learned about this. We talked about this. I can see this in my head. We've practiced this. And if you keep doing it over and over and over, eventually you'll get a better neural network that has developed. And those caregivers, not excuse me, caregivers, those kids and adolescents will start hopefully understanding what that contextual clue means and not go into someone else's lane. Now this does take, you know, generally habits, take anywhere from 45 to 60, 66 days to establish those habits. So it's not something you're going to see right away, more than likely, um, unless you've got a super motivated kid. But a lot of times these are more of our spirited clients um, that have a little bit more fire and sometimes maybe uh, a little bit more oppositional um, in their behavior. So it may take a little longer, but if you keep doing it, and if you as the caregiver remain calm, all you're doing is pointing out like, hey, you know, you're in their lane, or you might be in my lane, or someone appears to be in your lane, what do you need to do? Rather than directing them, now it gives them some ownership over the process and generally has a better outcome when they feel like they have choices and ownership rather than just directing and telling. That's usually when you see the resistance especially for our more spirited clients. So that's the most popular way that we use that technique. Um, the other way that we do it, and this is more usually for um, 
kids, younger kids, is especially your uh, maybe spatially unaware um, clients that are touchy-feely, getting people's personal space. We use it uh, literally as uh, stay in your lane, which means uh, you and I are going to walk down, for instance, the hall. Uh, a lot of times we'll go outside um, and we'll use the, the parking lot just as, as, as a uh, visual for here are lanes. Uh, if we're walking down the sidewalk, we say, all right, you're on the right side and I'm on the left. You let them choose, um, but that is your lane. And as soon as they start uh, creeping over to me or one of the other therapists, you say, all right, stay in your lane. And you're doing this the whole time over the walk. And this may take several sessions um, for, for some of those clients that have really poor uh, social boundaries um, in, in physical spatial space. Um, so you're just repeating that over and over and over. And if you continue to do that, like I said, over, over many weeks, um, just saying staying in my lane helps them correct what they're doing, gives them a clue of what was happening because they don't necessarily know they're doing it. Um, so you're bringing awareness to the behavior, and then they get a choice, and, and usually in most instances, at least with the clients that I've seen that I've worked with, they go back in their lane. Um, and they kind of like the idea of, of driving their own car. So um, that that works really well for those type of clients, um, and especially for maybe some of your younger kids. So you can combine it in both ways. There may be some kids that have really poor social boundaries and physical space, they're also doing it um, purposefully to just annoy their siblings um, or other kids. And so you can use uh, the technique in both of those ways. Um, it works really well and it, it's fun. It, it's, uh, it's a nice way just to point out like, hey, you know, stay in your lane. Um, like I said before, instead of just feeling like you've got to direct them and then you get the resistance, I wasn't doing it. And, and so you just, you don't get into this power struggle and that's what you're trying to avoid doing for some of those spirited uh, clients. You don't want to get into power struggle if you can avoid it. Um, so that's uh, that's basically what uh, staying in the lane means. Um, looking at it those two ways, we use it uh, very, um, very often here in the office. Um, and then we teach the parents what we're doing and how we're doing it. So that way they can continue to practice it, whether it's on a road trip and people are maybe verbally getting in the lane We've done it when uh, families are flying across uh, across the country before COVID, um, and we're going to go on a, a two-week vacation, um, which sounds like a lot of fun, but sometimes, depending on the person that is involved, it, it could get a little testy. So it's just a nice, you know, quick contextual clue that you can say, stay in your lane, and everyone understands what that means, and hopefully they will go back into their lane. Um, you know, if you have questions about any of it, please reach out to me or any other therapist. We'd be happy to explain it more um, and really appreciate you being here. Next week, we're going to talk about sleep um, and summer, uh, kind of the combination, because uh, typically it's uh, one of my biggest worries, especially with my teenagers over the summer, because they've got 10 weeks and I know COVID has maybe added another 10, so 20 total of, of having a sleep um, issue. Uh, maybe even reverse cycling where they're staying up all night and sleeping during the day. Um, so we'll talk a, a lot about that um, and give you some reference points and, and some books that you can read if you want to, just to kind of, that goes into the science of sleep. So um, we will continue to do uh, Behind the Door. It'll be Behind the Door series number four. We will um, keep it at the same time, 11 o'clock on Thursday. And I really appreciate y'all being here.
Thank you. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.